Hey, welcome to Fit to Be Real and a little extra. That was good. I felt that. Oh, good. <laughs> Wonderful. Today, we want you to feel it too. And we're talking about self care and how self care is not selfish. I'm Victoria. Hey, guys. I'm Carly. <laughs> Try it again. Hey, guys. I'm Carly. Give us a third time's a term. Okay. Hey, guys, I'm Carly. <laughs> I was the same as the first, but that's actually <laughs> the most accurate. So self-care is one of the hardest things, I think, in my personal opinion, it's one of the hardest things to prioritize for yourself. It's very easy or at least more doable to do for other people. But when it comes to yourself, I, I don't prioritize it. No, it's not in my daily routine. I try and make it into my daily routine, but it's definitely a struggle. Well, you also have three kids and two dogs and a giant husband child. And I have two geckos, too. <laughs> but I don't take care of them. Andrew takes care of them. Uh, but well, either way, you know. kids or no kids, self-care is not something that you do daily if it's not written down, planned out. We just don't go to that first. Yeah. Well, and it's not even just self-care and like massages or, mm -mm. you know, the nails, hair, the stuff that you would think feel like luxury type of self-care. It's also making dentist appointments and making doctor appointments. Like I struggle with making. It's on my list. I'm mm -hmm. a list maker. I make lists. I write them. I love crossing them out. Do you do oh. when? Well, you don't write lists, do you? No, I have a, an aversion to lists because of how we grew up. And I think, yes. <laughs> so, yes, our mom would, we would wake up and come downstairs and be dressed and ready for school. But there would be a list with our name on it at our stool at where we would where sit we, yeah. uh, on our island or on the dinner table. And that's what we had to accomplish that day. Or And you would look at the list and you'd be like, okay. This is my list for the day. Or if there was ever like a family party coming up, man, that list got so long of all the cleaning you had to do or like the straightening up or the yeah. dusting. And we, so I don't make, I don't, sorry, I don't make lists. My Delco is showing. Uh, I don't make <laughs> lists because I think I didn't love that getting up and having a list every day. So I think that I can remember everything and then it, Oh, but you cannot. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, but you cannot. I know. I always forget something important and I know I need to write it down. I know I do. Something important or, or everything. Or like a child. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten a child of more than a few times. Uh, so I, I don't write lists for that reason, but I know I need to. And I'm the opposite. I love writing lists because I love the accomplished feeling of crossing something off. If there's something that I do that's not on the list, I will write it and so or can... type it so I can erase mm -hmm. it or cross it out. I know people like that. Yeah. You. And it just feels so good to me. <laughs> but I tend to not forget anything because I look at, I I look at my list and I try to knock off the things that I know I want to get done or that have a timeline and that I have to do you know, work-wise or something like that. And I think what people misunderstand for self-care is what you just said. They think it's like a total spa day, and it's not. It could be just blow-drying your hair that day and feeling really good about it. Like that to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I did my hair today. Yeah, I took the time to do it, and I enjoyed that. And I think people don't take the time for self-care because they always think it's expensive. 
or it takes time and I don't have the time to dedicate to myself. And it, it's the little things that I think are the most important. So I found a really good list online from goodhousekeeping.com. And I picked this specific list because it was small self-care habits that you can incorporate in your house with no money really attached to it. Sweet. And there's 50 of them. So the list is 50. I, we're not going to rattle off all 50. I will put the link in the show notes for you to be able to look at the full list um, on your own. But I did mark some of the ones that I that kind of called out to me. Are these ones that you do or ones that you want to do? Ones that I just think are really doable and like. And some of them I think I do do. You just <laughs> said do-do. <laughs> oh, my God. We're in our 30s. <laughs> I mean, I'm closer to 40. It's still, it's always going to be funny. <laughs> but there really are some that I do do. <laughs> so I have about like 12 of them that we're just going to rattle off and talk about briefly. Um, but here we go. So one is zoning out. And I was like, what is zone? Like, how was that self-care? Carly's I'm, raising I'm the raising roof. I'm raising the roof. For all of the, those of you that cannot see her, she is quite literally raising the roof and with all her the, hands. the Gen Z's can mm. cringe right now because I am legitimately <laughs> raising the roof with my hands. Drink. <laughs> uh, so zoning out is basically like binging Netflix, watching a show that you want to watch, maybe not the whole season, but putting on like you have 30 minutes in your day and you're like, oh, maybe I'll just put that episode on real quick while I'm sitting in quite, you're supposed to just zone out. So not cleaning the house, not doing other things. Get off your phone. Yeah. Getting off the phone. I had a conversation with uh, clients this past week and they told me and we talked about how watching a movie which is like an hour and a half two hours depending right is kind of hard to pay attention to and a lot of the reason of that is because you're not just watching a movie you're scrolling through your phone mm -hmm. at the same time so you're trying to pay attention to that you're trying to pay attention to the phone so you're really not paying attention to anything right and that's that's the opposite of this so this is zoning out with nothing but zoning out to something right exactly yeah it's sort of like a Zoning out. <laughs> oh my gosh, that makes so much more sense. Thank you so much. I was, I was looking for the word brainless. Uh, second one that I, it resonated was call a friend. E. Call a friend. And it really just means be connected. So if you have an aversion like Carly does to calling people and using the telephone as a telephone, <laughs> then text a friend. But sometimes you have to you have to write that into your list of like, hey, I want to talk to this person. I haven't talked to them in a long time. And being connected to your friends that are not in your daily household or bubble is it really is self-care. Like having that social outlet. I think so. It's very important. Yeah, definitely text me. Never call me. <laughs> I, I really have a fear of the phone. It's a real fear. I can't say my name on this. I can't say my name on the phone. I was telling somebody the other day, I called to make a dermatology appointment, which is something I've been putting off for yeah. years. Yeah. And I like had to write down what I was going to say because I'm not used to making appointments. I don't like to do it. So I, you know, I called and they said, hello, who's this? And I was like, um, it's uh, Carly. Uh, my name's Carly, but my legal name is Carmela. And uh, you might have me under Mayo <gasps> Dykeman. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't get it out. I don't like talking on the phone. I'm shocked, actually. I yeah. didn't know it was that bad. I guess that's not true. I did know that was that bad because I tell people all the time, if I am dying and I have to phone a friend, Carly is not on the list. Carly is not on the list. She will not answer the phone. And you, what do you say? Three phone calls. Three phone calls and I'll know it's serious. That 
is awesome. Okay. Well, third one. <laughs> clear clutter. Ooh. Yeah. Very simple to me. But it says like 20 minutes. The article says about 20 minutes of just clearing a space that has clutter. So maybe you're, I'm thinking of mom's house. So the kitchen island is kind of like an office at the same time. So all those papers and That's just straightening my, up. Yeah, mine too. My kitchen island, it's got crayons and yeah. papers and school papers and homework and just junk on it. Yeah. I just need to Marie Kondo it and I will feel so much better after. Here's, okay. So I've been wanting to do this because... I know it's really important and I know that it has a lot of benefits, but it's really hard to do. And it's ending your shower with cold water nope. for 30 seconds. Nope. It's only 30 seconds, but it's like a cold plunge. Nope. And so it does a lot of things. It releases endorphins. It has the antidepressant effect, which is really cool. And then it kind of wakes up and rewires your nervous system and your vagus nerve, which is your fight or flight Carly's laughing at me. Why are you laughing? Did you say your vagus nerve? Like your party nerve? Yep. Yep. Nevada. It is. It's actually called the what happens in your vagus nerve stays in your vagus nerve. Oh, my God. I didn't know I had a vagus nerve. It's not spelled V-E-G-A-S. Oh, my God. I can't wait to wake up that part of me. Yeah. Going to Vegas every day after a shower. Oh, my God. It increases the activity in areas that control your mood. With the nervous system and this vagus nerve, I'm going to, I can't. It it has not party mode. That's like really dramatic and frat boy of you. Is it extra? It's really extra. It's frat boy of me. <laughs> you you could have done mean. sorority girl of me. Because you, you're not a sorority girl. <laughs> no, you're way more of a frat boy. I'm 100% a frat boy. Um, But it has that party mode effect and it just really boosts your energy and your emotions and everything that goes with the nervous system look it up look up the nervous system well i think victoria just invited you to vegas in her shower for 30 seconds daily welcome <laughs> invites coming shortly okay we're gonna move on from that and we're gonna go to a lunchtime stroll and it does the same type of thing it boosts your energy it boosts your concentration and it keeps you, if you have now, if you have a nine to five sit down job all day long, this is a big help to get your body moving and keep active without kind of stressing yourself during the workday. And it's but free. It's free. And it's getting outside in nature. And it's even in the cold. I walk outside in the cold every day. As long as you're bundled, you're good. But doing that little type of thing. Now, I don't know how long people's lunch breaks are. Gen Z's, this might be also known as a hot girl walk. Take your hot girl walk at lunch, listen to this podcast, and uh, get outside. God, that's the greatest term. I, when I heard that, hot girl walk, I know. you should see what I look like when I walk. It's not <laughs> hot girl at all. It's almost like, hey, I'm going to cross the street, get away from that person girl yes. walk. Uh, well, then I wrote this one down because we already suggested this in a real tip I think it was episode one, and it's called Make a Yay List. And at the end of the day, you oh. write down what made you go yay in yeah. your day. And really, the premise is that you focus on the positive in the chaos of you know being a human being in the world. So you don't focus on the negative is what it is. Can you uh, say yay again? <clears throat> yay! Just like a little bit higher. Okay, great. That was for all the dogs. 
Yay. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but it can be a daily self-care. I th- yeah. I think that what people struggle with, and I know that I struggle with, and I know you struggle with, you do not need to have kids to feel this, is the guilt that comes along with self-care. Mm. I feel that I shouldn't go for that 20-minute walk because I'm like, oh, but then Dean's sitting home watching TV or something like that where I should be with him. Or, But I've also just recently started coming to terms with if I don't feel good, mm. they won't feel good because I take it out on them. I project my bad feelings of not being capable to be happy or feel in the moment because yeah. I'm already thinking about the next thing on them. And that's not fair. So that 20 minute walk is beneficial to both of you. I'm so proud of you. I, I mean, this is recent. Yeah. So is my proudness. <laughs> it's recent. It's brand new. I, I know Victoria knows this. I know a lot of people have known. I post about this. I wake up very early in the morning, mm. very early. And I just started doing this because I realized to me that is my time. Yes. Five o'clock in the morning. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I actually like it. Getting up and sitting with my coffee at 5 a.m. before everybody gets up is my time, and I really like it. I do understand that, actually. Silently in the dark, you know. In the dark. (laughs) I didn't, I don't mean in the dark. No, I I, will. Are we in Vegas? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. Uh, So this, okay. Well, that that threw me off because that's really exciting to me. But now we're going to switch gears to something that Carly's going to go, ugh, and scoff at. Oh, God. Breathing like a yogi. Oh, jeez. All right. Let's get into it. It's, I, first of all, if you have this reaction like Carly, I want you to really bump up the volume here on this podcast. Breathing is life. And we take it for granted. And I can tell you that because I lost it. You lost your breath? Sure did. Oh, yeah. Sure did. <laughs> I collapsed a lung. That's right. Without breathing, it changes. Now, of course, you have to breathe to live. So when I say without breathing, I mean without being able to control your breath and focus on breathing, you can bring down your stress and your mood and your fight or flight. I'm not going to say vagus nerve again. I'm not going to say vagus nerve again. But you can shift that emotional alert and awareness in a stressful moment with just slowing your breath down. Mm-hmm. It's not something yogis, yes, it's called the yogi breath, but it's science. It is science. No, I I believe you. I have a hard time doing it because I'm always mentally thinking of the next thing. So I can't, I have a hard time being in the moment. So breathing the way you breathe is like, I have to actually think about it. Yes, you, yes, you do. I know, but I can't think ahead of it. And that's what I'm used to doing. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you have to slow down to I do know. it. It's hard work. I know slowing down is hard. We just did an episode on how diet nutrition is hard work, but if you want it, you do it. If you want to relax and calm and really be in the moment and be present with your kids after your wonderful coffee in the morning, you have to do the work for really rewiring your cycle of breath thanks when for, you need it. Thanks for circling back there. Really like that uh, full circle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a moment to breathe right now. <laughs> I think I need that. The little piece. Okay. Next one. Take it outside. Which kind of goes with the lunch break thing if you don't have a treadmill in your house. But taking it outside. Taking a moment to just go outside and be in nature, whether it's cold, whether it's in the summer, 
um, whatever the weather, you know, depending if it's a tornado or a hurricane outside, don't do that. But taking it outside can boost your mood. They say like if you take your shoes off and you put your feet in the grass, it can ground you. And that connection to the earth and being outside is calming. Put your eyes away, Carly. Put them away. I'll try it. No, we all believe you. Actually, we do. But that's a very important one. And everyone should not listen to Carly and you should listen to me. Is shopping on the list? <clears throat> plan a play date. <laughs> Number nine. Plan a play date. But this is an adult play date with your friends. Go to brunch. Plan a night out. Vegas shower. With your friends. <laughs> with your Vegas nerve. <laughs> And if you can't get out and do game night or whatever, FaceTime. Do you remember in quarantine when we would do, it's called House Party? Yes. And we had the best time. Everybody was doing some sort of FaceTime I haven't seen. I can't go see physically the people that I want to see. So I'm going to get on the phone and we're going to play games and laugh. Yeah. And it just it made it doable. We cried. Positive relationships with the people that aren't the little feet running around your house or your husband or spouse or partner and and having relationships with a, another circle, another bubble. It's very important as a human being. Yeah. This one is a serious one and also not a serious one. So it's not number 10. It's number nine and three quarters. All right, Harry Potter. <clears throat> Discover a new podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what's on the list. Discover a new podcast. Oh. And here's why. Because... People's mood shift with the tone of voice that you hear. And it's so true. Like if you hear someone yelling at you or someone being sarcastic in a derogatory way, like you that you feel that whether you're an empath or not, you feel that. And then your mood shifts, your mood, excuse me, shifts. So hearing a podcast, i.e. fit to be real, <laughs> you will also get boosted and elevated. And it's something new and it's something new and exciting. And it was on the list. So we're sharing it. Okay, this one I do. I do this a lot. This and is I'm number whispering 10? to not tell people. This is number 10. Unfollow people that bring you down. Oh. So I do this on social media. I only have Facebook and Instagram. You have Facebook? Yes. Oh. Are we friends? Oh, shoot. Am I learning something new? <laughs> <laughs> I unfriend people on Facebook on their birthdays. And here's why. What a B. <laughs> here's why. If I'm, and then this is also a broad, this is a broad thing here. It's not 100% for what I'm about to say. But if I'm not going to say happy birthday to you, why are we friends on Facebook? Yes. I so agree with that. I, and nobody gets notified. It's not like a dun dun dun. Guess what? Happy birthday. Yeah, she unfriended <laughs> you. She lost a friend today. <laughs> Uh, and there, I say this is broad because there are people that I'm not going to necessarily say happy birthday to, but I would really like to know what they're up to and, and keep them in my my line of vision. So that's why that, you know, doesn't really line up. But if you watch a lot of puppy videos, that's what's going to come up. If you watch a lot of kids dancing or like fun dance videos, I did that for a long time. That's what popped up yeah. for me. Now it's motivational stuff and yoga stuff and stuff like yeah. that but that's what I want to see so you're cleaning the clutter of your technology yeah wow I put two together so we knocked knocked two down <laughs> here's one that Carly is again going to scoff Jeez. and roll her eyes and I did have it. lots of things to already say. before you even said it but go ahead that's why we're not friends on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> celebrate silence mm-hmm Taking time to be silent and to be quiet 
and it affects your sleep in a good way to do this. It also affects your sleep in a bad way to have constant noise. It can lower your blood pressure. It can lower your heart rate, all these good things. And it can really have you focus. I drive in silence. I used to drive with blasting music. I drive in silence and I work out on my own in silence because noise is you look ready to talk. You should tell me what you're thinking. I'm trying to be silent. <laughs> and it's clearly shown on my face that it is not normal for me. Carly's afraid of silence. She thinks something is wrong if the moment is silent. Yeah. You'll see that in class when she teaches. That's why she's constantly talking. And in everyday life. I don't. Except for 5 a.m. with coffee. Yes. I would assume. Be silent. Mm. Poor Andrew. He comes down the steps and I'm like, not now. Not now. You can sit here with me, but don't talk yet. I agree. In the morning, I'm not a talker. Thankfully, Andrew doesn't open his mouth ever. So he's okay with that. (laughs) There's no friction there. No. Those of you that know my husband knows he's, he's a silent warrior. Ninja. Yeah. Ninja's better. Warrior because he's married to me. Ninja because that's how he survived. Because he's smooth. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of silence, but I bet if I tried it, it would be decent. Hmm. 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 Kind of like everything that you've resisted on this list. That I, I usually up. come around. Uh, here's one. Last one. Number 12. Because I like number 12. It's my favorite number. Eat breakfast first before you pick up your phone. Oh. Which really is kind of like the whole morning routine before you pick up your phone because you have to get dressed, you have to brush your teeth, you got to do all the things. But before you start scrolling and get the news of the outside world in the start of your day, you really start the news of your people in the house. Or if you live alone, it's your own thoughts and making a schedule or maybe being silent or whatever it is. You don't have to be talking to the people in your house, but keep the outside world outside until the last minute. Yeah, um, that is a good one. And it's a very good one. Yeah, these are all free ways. I think people get stuck on the idea that self-care is a luxury and expensive. I think we should notice that she didn't comment on that one because she's not going to do that. Nope. (laughs) But not every self-care tactic works for everybody. This is true. I have come around to two of the ones that you said today, and that's a lot for me. Just mentally. She's not tried them in action. (laughs) Um, I'll take that. I'll take that. But yeah, I think these are easy, daily, small, attainable self-care things that you can do to enhance the joy in your life. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think you would agree with this. I heard this phrase on the Mel Robbins podcast. I think she's brilliant, and I have suggested to her podcast to many 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 people in my life she has admitted and part of her journey of of evolving and awareness and trying to change that she is addicted to chaos or was addicted to chaos and i think that's exactly how we are yeah we've i have tried the self-care revelation only in the past couple of years of really enforcing what I want to do, what I don't want to do, and saying no to things, which is really hard. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. The hardest to say no. Yeah. And I think it's because chaos feels better than calm. Yes, 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uncomfortable to be calm. And 
the discomfort of chaos is way more like it's easier the mere factor that we get up on stage jump up and down like crazy people and i'm in my happy place Mm. that's where i'm jumping up and down i'm screaming i'm yelling get me on a yoga mat and have me think about nothing or just be in my mind and i'm at a loss be present in the moment i know it's so hard i love the chaos and i don't know if i love it or i'm just used to it i I know how to deal with it conditioned yeah do you want to know what I found that I really liked? Uh, yeah, I think we do. So you know how I, I found this saying I was reading, researching about self-care. I know I'm, I'm re- doing a really reading? good job. I was reading. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the thing that I kept going back to was the saying that on an airplane, they say, pull down your oxygen mask, put it on yourself first mm. before you put it on your child. Now, that sounds selfish, doesn't it? Put it on your kid first. They need the oxygen first. No. If you can't help yourself first, you can't help anybody else. Yeah. I think that goes hand in hand. I heard on the, I'm going to drop another podcast name. I heard on the Jay Shetty podcast. It's called On Purpose. He's another person I think is absolutely brilliant in evolving and growing. It's not giving someone's, giving someone your time. Yeah. Because what people want, what your kids want, is not your time. They want your presence and they want you to be in the moment and they mm-hmm. want you to be there. But it's really hard to do that if you are stressed out, burnout, which is, I think I've, I've lived in burnout up mm-hmm. until the past couple of years. And, and even now it's still hard. Well, we're hustlers. And I mean that in the best way. We were born to hustle and that's how we grew up. We, I'm a hustler, baby. Every day I'm hustling. <laughs> it's hard out there for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess that didn't fall in line with Hustler, but it all they all wear fur coats. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're uh, there's no coming back from that. We're going to have to pause. <laughs> so as I was saying so eloquently, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. classy, classy. Oh, oh, was that we are hustlers. We are always thinking of the next thing, the next trend, the next business move, the next everything. Our mom did that too because she owned her own business. Constantly thinking of the next thing. It is so hard to be in the moment. It's just hard and there's no going around it. Absolutely. But self-care doesn't have to be, quote unquote, a luxury type of thing. It's like going to therapy. That's self-care. And going to a dance fitness class or a circuit class or your workout that makes you feel better, that's Mm self-care. Taking the time to be silent, that's self-care. Like all of these little ways, that's they're not luxurious, they're necessary. I, I absolutely think so. And I think people more these days are looking into their mental health, which they weren't doing Mm-mm. maybe when we were growing up and finding that self-care is a direct correlation with your mental health. And it goes hand in hand with working out, with taking care of yourself. It all plays a part in the same role. Wait, do you know what this article, it taught me a new term and I have been trying in my 34th year in the past six months alone to say no more. Oh, no more. To say no to things that I don't want to do more often for myself, right? Or just to not put myself in positions to burn out by saying no to some things and not yes to everything. There's a term. It's called JOMO. I'm sorry. Again? JOMO. What does JOMO mean? J-O-M-O. Joy of missing out. Stop it. 
Not fear of missing out. Joy of missing out. Wait, explain. Joy of missing out. Of missing out. out. There is a party. There's a gathering of something at the on a Friday night at the end of the work week, and you are just done. You do. You've got nothing left to give. Maybe you had said you were going to go. Maybe you haven't. It's a last minute thing and you haven't replied yet. And your gut instinct and what you want to do is say no to this gathering. You say no and you sit at home and do nothing and you feel joyful about it. Oh, you are not missing out on that gathering because you're doing something for yourself. So you're joy. You're putting the uh, FOMO fear of missing out. You're putting the positive spin on it and setting instead by saying I'm not fearful that I'm missing out. I am happy that I'm missing out. 100%. And it's just by saying no to things that you want to say no to. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. The article, I'm going to post it, like I said. So check it out. It's pretty cool. When people say, just say no, that has to be a priority. It's really hard. It's really hard. There's guilt and shame that comes to it. Because you don't want to. You don't want to let people down. You don't want to you know, have the repercussions or the consequences of what that might be, small, big, whatever. I hate saying no, not for myself, but for the other person. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot easier said than done. Hey, just say no. This year I'm going to say no, no mo. <laughs> but no, no some mo. You're going to say no some mo. <laughs> but I just, it's not in me to do that. So I think Jomo is a way more positive thing to do. And for me, that's done it's all mental always feel the guilt with the self-care even if it's to just go to tj maxx for like an hour and just stroll through and look at everything i'm one of those tj maxxers marshalls i can go to a store and shop for hours and buy sometimes nothing i just like shopping i like trying stuff on that's my but my guilt comes in because i like to do it alone we are so different we are just so different. Except for the alone part. I really like being alone. She hates shopping. I am not a shopper. I'm a, I walk in, oh, that's a cool color. Can I just try that and get out? Like, that's it. And then that's if I have to go to a store. Yeah. She is not a shopper. She's not fun to shop with. I think it's time for the real tip. It's been time. It's been time. Faux show. Set it and don't forget it. So the real tip is schedule it in. In your calendar, in what you have to do for the week, and do not wait for the, oh, I'll, when I have free time, and I'm air quoting free time for it to pop up and do something for yourself, set it in your calendar, and then you'll be more inclined to follow through with your self care, whatever you're setting. It could be 20 minutes, it could be an hour, it could be something very small in your house, it could be going out and getting your nails done, but put it in your schedule of your list of things to do, and then you will do it. And now for your extra tip of the week. I'm really excited about the the name of this. Your eyebrows are going wild. It's called Simply the Best. Oh, that was Simply the Best. (laughs) It's called Simply the Best because going off your tip of the week, you need to save the best 20 minutes to hour of your day. You need to figure out what that is or when that is for you. When is your absolute best time of the day where you feel at the top of your game, Hmm. where you feel you can do anything. You need to recognize when that time is and do the self-care that you planned in that time frame. You are going to see the benefits Hmm. of doing it in your best, let's just say hour, let's say you have an hour in the best hour of your day. You spend eight to 10 hours sleeping if you're lucky, 
maybe seven, maybe six. I don't know. You spend most of the day working, mostly for somebody else. Mm -hmm. Even if you're in the service industry, you're working for somebody else. Like, like we are, we're working for all of you. Accurate. You need to recognize when you are at your peak position of the day and do the thing that you planned in that time. And you're going to find that it is 1 million times better for yourself and beneficial. You'll actually get the most out of it. But it is simply the best. Is anybody else thinking of Patrick from Schitt's Creek singing simply the best every time you say that? I mean, I am. I'm trying to channel him. Talk about self-care. There's your zone out. Shit's Creek. Oh, so good. I'll put that episode in the show notes. <laughs> yes. That is one of the best ones. <laughs> it is simply the best. So we want you to be simply the best. And we want to remind you that you are always fit to be real. And always allowed to be a little extra. legal reasons, we have to tell you that this podcast is meant for entertainment and educational purposes only. We are not healthcare professionals. For all of your health, wellness, fitness, and self-care needs, please refer to the medical professional in your life, your primary care physician, your therapist, a certified coach, whoever it may be. And then let us know what they say, because I guarantee we need to know it too. Okay? Okay, bye.